0: Of words said, just lonely feelings left like away in my head. I trap myself further every time I stay quiet. I should start to speak, but I stop and stay silent. And now I've made my own hard bed. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, all. Hi. Welcome back to. Hello. Hello, another episode of Consensus Podcast. Cool. So, 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 so much has been going on. So, we have a lot to unpack. I'm looking forward to this gist. I can't even remember what day it is. So, there's no point in me even trying to remember it. But as we're currently speaking, MPs have just voted um, on a new Brexit bill, the withdrawal agreement bill. And we're going to be discussing that. Um, before we move on to our regular programme um, of the day But firstly, with me are three epic ladies Who are representing the four major parties So there's me, Julia, Ogieho, Lib Dem member and councillor and we have a newbie with us today. Hello. Hi Zainab. Hello, hello, hello. So tell us about you a little oh, bit. Oh gosh,
1: okay, a little bit about myself. I am a Labour member and I'm also, I also work for a, a Labour member of Parliament. I'm also the BAME officer for Erith and Thamesmead and Ooh, yes, is, that's, oh, nice. We should Thanks. talk about that actually. Yes, okay, Ooh, let's okay. talk about it. Um, and I'm also, I wear so many hats it's hard to keep track, but I am also a member of Parley Reach which is Parliament's Workplace Equality Network and we kind of deal with all things race, cultural heritage and religion. And yes, today we had a huge Black History Month event where we had um, Bernie Grant's wife come in with the, the late Bernie Grant MP, should I say. His wife came in and we had people from the Bernie Grant archive come in to talk about oh, nice. the history of Bernie Grant, his legacy and what they're doing in terms of creating this archive of history that we can look back on. That's so, my patch
0: of the word harringay I know, it,
1: Sharon. Oh, mm. really? Mm. I feel like they, everyone who's local knows them. I love that because it means the from the community, yeah. for the community, it hasn't changed. So yeah. that was amazing. So hopefully we'll be doing lots of work with them. But yeah, it's been a busy couple of two weeks. And then today I had to go oh, so Just on that point, oh, um, yes. how can people get involved in Parley Reach? Oh, so just, well, outside members, you can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, if you're external to parliament, then you can kind of email us at PaliReach.com at parliament.uk and just let us know that you might be interested in coming to some of our events because we can invite external people in but if you work within parliament then again just email parlireach at parliament.uk and we'll send you a membership form and then you just get onto the the mailing list, and you just get sent invitations to events. You get to volunteer with us, do lots of cool things. It's been a
2: busy year for us.
1: Mm, nice nice yeah. little plug. Yeah, nice. Oh yeah! Thank you for asking that question. No worries. I'm sure there's <laughs> loads we of people. Thank you. you should should cut us a check for on. that
2: because we just gave you free platform.
1: Highly <laughs> reach will cut you a check for that. Not me. <laughs>
3: Cool. So my name is Aziz Minot and I represent the Green Party. I'm a Green Party member. I'm also standing as a general election candidate if there is a snap election. Oh, that's new. Yeah, yes. that's not what she said last week. I know. What, Do you know what, what have you
2: been up to in so know one guys,
3: week? This has been on the cards for close to a year. So it's just that. I think I forgot it as one of the many hats. Oh, like Zainab oh. like, <laughs> you just forget. But also, yes, I s- I'm the new chair of the Greens of Colour group, um, nice. which is a inclusive um, representation party for lots of different um, people from ethnic backgrounds. And where are you standing? Raynham and Dagnam. That's where I live. Yeah. So I live across Ooh. East London, um, split homes and stuff like that. So I live partly at my mum's house, partly at my dad's house, and I'll be standing in the constituency of my mum's house. So uh, Raynham. Oh. I
0: just oh, went that for that seat did Can you imagine you? Really Oh we should have been really Downing really it each other <laughs> That
1: would I be mean, fun, Consensus actually. showdown That would <laughs>
2: have mm, I'm not doing anything Quite as exciting As all of you um, I'm Tostana Didaya I'm a Conservative Party Member I think I think I need to double check <laughs> I, I think I need they to were double okay. check No no I think I need to double check Whether I've paid my fees. Your sub uh,
0: Yeah um, Yeah Well Remember, you can join in, let us have your comments, tell us your views, even if you don't agree with us, that's why we're here. Mm. But no trolling, trollers get blocked. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've been doing a lot with trolling this week. Oh, dear. Um, they, 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 anyway, you can join the conversation online by using the hashtag Consensus Podcast and you can follow us on at the underscore Consensus underscore. So let's get right into it. Uh, We wanted to talk about, given that it's October and you just mentioned it, Black History Month Mm. But, 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 with everything that's just gone on Mm. It makes sense for us to just spend a few minutes, not too long, discussing Brexit Before we then go back to what we wanted to talk about today So, let's start with Super Saturday What is it? What happened (laughs)
2: Who knows? You're looking at me. Who knows? I think that's... So, Super Saturday, it was born out of the fact that um, there was a summit last week, last Thursday and Friday, Mm -hmm. um, where the Prime Minister was able to get a deal. Imagine that. Everyone said he wasn't going to do it. Blah, 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 blah. But he did it. He did it. Well. Well, kind mm. of Like yeah. 98% of it is Theresa Mays But, you know You know what they say Some It's changes. a bit, you know A bit sexist, isn't it? When you're in a boardroom A woman's yeah. like Oh, we should do this And everyone's like Oh, I don't know, Shirley Maybe not And then another guy comes in, Ben And then, like, oh, I think that, Let's do that And it was like, Great idea, Ben Ben, we've needed you here That's exactly what's happened Yeah Anyway, that's another story For another day But, um So he was a- <laughs> Sorry <laughs> So he was able to get a deal Um Which, you know, everyone was happy about in the Tory party. Um, And he was proud of of that. And so because there was an act, which is called the Ben Act, um, passed a couple of weeks ago, which meant that if the Prime Minister didn't secure a deal um, by the 19th of October, the the act legislates for him to seek an extension until the 31st of January in order so that we don't have a no-deal Brexit Mm. So the Prime Minister came to Parliament on Saturday presenting Mm. this deal and with the hope that Parliament would back it and support it... (laughs) Joke, obviously not. Yeah, are. Um, yeah, and and however, the people who came up with the Ben Act realized that they missed something. Plot twist. Yes, <laughs> So they like the weeks before everyone was talking about. You know, are you sure the prime minister is not going to be maybe to circumvent this? Um, this this act, and they were like, no, it's watertight. It's watertight. Then I think someone just woke up in the middle of the night and realized, oh wait, actually, the prime minister could circumvent this because if you were to have a sort of, um. Was like a not an official vote on it, but if he were to say that this is, I've, I've got this, if Parliament were to vote for it in principle, mm. then he wouldn't need to seek an extension, right. which obviously meant that Parliament wouldn't have had enough time to scrutinise the deal in order to make an informed decision. So um, they quickly, I think it was an amendment mm. that they put forward in order to stop the Prime Minister from doing that. So
0: yeah, I Tory missed all, wasn't Grandi? It? yeah oh, a Letwin.
2: Yeah. Who's so suddenly become yeah. the people's
0: vote's hero. Yeah. But the then, then he
2: says he's so- waiting for the deal. Like, everyone is so
0: duplicitous.
2: I don't understand. <laughs> like, I, I can't figure out what everyone else everyone is.
0: I think like you're you're right. I think they just realize that actually we support the bill in principle or we support Mm. the deal in principle. But if we don't, it takes a long time to pass the legislation and therefore we could be in a situation where we accidentally leave Leave. on the 31st Mm. of October. Which is what I
1: thought would happen. I really thought we'd accidentally leave. and (laughs) Accidentally? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I literally thought we were just going to leave without, you know, just because we weren't... Structured enough Or mm. prepared enough To actually Figure it out I just thought We'd literally just Trip over the line And we haven't Yet I don't know Like I literally Don't know what's Going to happen next
0: Well So what happened Today then?
2: <laughs> Wait First of all You can't ask us What happened today Today Okay By today She means The 22nd Tuesday, Tuesday 22nd Of October Yeah um, The Prime Minister Put forward A withdrawal Agreement bill Giving Parliament 24 hours If it took lawyers All night To read through the bill right? I'm not going to get it. No. So first of all, our listeners, we probably don't know. We probably don't know. <laughs> as much as we should, because the, the government didn't give us enough time to look through the, to look through the bill.
0: Which is what has led to the situation today mm. where exactly, well, MPs voted for the second reading of the bill today, which essentially means, second reading means that you agree or you accept the principles of the bill. Of the bill So yeah. not to get too technical You have a first reading Which is You literally read it yeah. For the first time no Second idea. reading Is the first opportunity That MP ha- have To sort of look at The premise of the bill mm-hmm. And they vote on Whether or not They agree with it And whether they want To move forward And then it goes into This thing called Committee stage Where MPs Literally look at The bill line mm-hmm. by line And that's when people Start putting in amendments Right And making changes So Today MPs, weirdly enough, including 19 Labour MPs, I'm going to ask you about this, mm-hmm. say now, answer. <laughs> voted for the principles and said basically voted say so they agreed with the principles of the bill, mm-hmm. but voted against the programme that met MPs only had three days to debate it. So essentially what MPs are saying was, yes, we may support the deal, but we don't have enough time to exactly. scrutinise it. Yeah. So we need more time, which is essentially what Letwin did mm-hmm. in that Letwin said, okay, we could support the deal, but we need to put the legislation through. And MPs voted for that. But it also meant that the Benn Act, which required Boris to actually seek that extension stood Mm-hmm. So Boris still had to now go and write, what, three different letters. Yeah. One of yeah, them yeah. that he didn't sign like a child. Right. Um, so now that MPs have voted down the motion, he's paused the bill. Yeah. Presumably it's, because he wants to hear back from, from the, the EU, EU as yes. to whether or not they would grant the request, mm-hmm. official request that he sent in yeah. to give us an extension until the 31st of January 2020. yeah. yeah. That's where we are at, ah, I think. Mm. Yeah, you know
2: I don't. I don't
3: know. Do, I, I had to give that big side though. <laughs> <can't> I? <laughs> I
2: kind of, if I were a member of the public, and if I say I was a just a normal person, live my life, I might be a little bit frustrated with this right. because I can't see any of these MPs changing their minds anyway. People have come into this, or with Boris, they've kind of come in with a mind that we're never going to support his deal. If you're, if you, if you're. Some Labour MPs will never support the deal. Lib Dems, not going to. Green, not going to. Um, and you know, DUP potentially, but they've said they won't. Yeah. So in a way, well, what's the point? What's the point of what's the point of delaying it? Because you're not we already know what you're going to do. So you're just delaying it to not support the deal anyway. Mm. When we could spend perhaps this time thinking of doing something else. Yeah. Maybe sending the prime minister back. To start mm. negotiating another deal. I mean, mm. whether that's like or not. But it just feels like a waste of time. No, yeah. I agree.
3: I agree. And that's why, like, I'm so grateful that you gave such a detailed breakdown about where we are now. Um, but it's exhausting. Like, mm. even I'm being tired. someone slightly interested in politics, you can't imagine an ordinary person who's not involved in politics or don't don't work in politics to be kept up to date. And also, mm. we're talking, talking, talking and it's still the same. <laughs> like We're still where, we, we're are, still where yeah. we are three years ago. Like, yes, we've had more debate. Yes, we've had more discussion. Yes, we've had um, a greater momentum of people who support things like the people's vote going out to March on Saturday. But the reality is we're kind of still where we Oh. And it's still
2: the same arguments. Like, all the people that yeah. stood up in Parliament, sorry, Zainab, no, I just jumped ahead. in there. But um, the same people who've always been speaking. We had yeah. the Ian Duncan Smiths, we had the Carol-, Carol. what's the name, Caroline Flint. We had the same people saying the same things yeah. over and over again. There's nothing new. So, I mean, I kind of agree with Boris when he said it's a dead Parliament. It's just yeah. we just, we're just in a matrix. What I was going to
1: say is, and correct me if I'm wrong, from my understanding, the withdrawal agreement bill that, passed today so the second reading bit passed probably mm. narrowly but it passed we've never been here before in that people well the parliament has said they agree in principle with mm. what is in the bill so we are a little bit further ahead mm. however mm. the second part didn't um didn't pass which was the proposed um, what What do you call it? The motion, program motion. Program motion, that's it. So that didn't pass, which is understandable because Mm. it's not right or fair that MPs only get three days to scrutinise something that's going to change all of our lives. I mean, you're talking about Northern Ireland, you're Mm. talking about... um, Whether we should Yeah loads of The rights of citizens Workers Mm -hmm. rights There's just so many things We have to think about And three days is not enough Mm. Considering I think I read somewhere Again I may be wrong But it takes like 21 sitting days For MPs to really Scrutinise treaties Especially at an International treaty So three days is nothing Mm. For them to then Go to the committee stage Go line by line It's just ridiculous Yeah
3: but remember the
1: this bill has not really changed that much. It hasn't, so they, yeah. which is interesting. But then it goes back to your point of why did 19 MPs, kind of Labour support MPs, it. support mm. it? And I don't know. But from what I've been hearing on the streets, the parliamentary streets, <laughs> is that, you know, I think um, lots of MPs who are in leave seats um, have decided, Do you know what, something has to give. And actually in, you know, the bones are there. Let's actually move forward so we can start amending it and putting all the things that we want to put into it. And I think that was the biggest reason why mm. many of the MPs did it. But also we're in such a stale place that yeah, something yeah. has to give. And I think that was their, you know, concession to, it. okay, that's, we're going to give that, but actually let's have time to scrutinize it. Mm. Um, and I think with the program motion, the Labour whip's from what i read today um were trying to work with the government to try and ensure that the the program motion they we had more time to Deliberate and scrutinise So they wanted to amend it With the government And come to a compromise About mm. the time it will take I don't know whether I don't know
0: whether Boris has You know and Agreed to that At he won or... his um, first vote today Yeah the first out of nine Well done out, out Boris out ten <laughs> And he lost again So he's I lost nine consecutive votes <laughs> Since he was elected prime minister um,
2: I, just, I just wanted to make one point mm. So in the um, leader of the house's um, Speech to the house After Boris lost the vote Um, He said that, so this week, now, tomorrow, well, tomorrow, Wednesday, we will be, Wednesday 23rd, Parliament will be discussing, debating the the Queen's speech. Mm. So the NHS, I think, on Wednesday, and then the economy on Thursday. And of course, Parliament doesn't sit on Friday. So this is the 22nd of October. We are due to leave (laughs) on the 31st of October, which is next Thursday. Yeah. Right now, a week before we went to leave, we don't know what's going to happen. We yeah. have no idea what's going to happen. Mate. I mean, the EU have said that they kind of said that they grant granted us an extension. But yeah. why, from the EU's point of view, why should they grant us an
0: extension? Like, Did you see the interview of Guy, the when they asked him what's going on, he was fuming. They, they,
2: they've gone into this with good faith. They said, oh, we're not going to reopen neg- negotiations. And they then did. they did. And then Parliament does this. Like, mm. it's it can be frustrating. Yeah, I think
1: everyone on every side, the EU are frustrated. We are, con- are frustrated yeah. as like UK citizens, and MPs are definitely frustrated because they're getting it from all sides, yeah. and they're you know getting death threats because of decisions that they're making. It's just we're stuck between a rock and a hard place, and yeah, I just yeah. think it's because our government did not think through just how long we would need
0: in order yeah. to leave the and EU and Parliament actually, and Parliament, parliament yeah. voted
2: to, to trigger Article 50. Yeah, articles, didn't they, they did so yeah. yeah. Well, that's a question Why? for
0: Tories and Labour who mm-hmm. voted for it.
2: Well, I didn't, so you know. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm
0: not
2: an MP. Yeah, it's true. Um, Next Thursday. eh? Next Thursday.
0: So do you think that we will now, so let's say, for argument's sake, Mm -hmm. that the EU, you know, come out tomorrow and say, we'll grant grant you an extension. How likely do you think there will be for another referendum in that Mm Boris will like, F this, let's put, because he said today, it's my deal or no deal. This is the deal. So he just like, look, I tried, it didn't work, let's put it to the people. Mm. Or would he call a general election so he can get that mandate to Mm. put forward his deal, which most MPs, in principle, are supporting.
1: Yeah. But are MPs supporting that? Are they supporting a referendum before a general election or are they mandating that we have a general election before a second referendum vote? It depends on who you speak to. This is it. I'm just like, you guys don't know what you want. You actually don't know what you want. Yeah. Well, it's frustrating.
0: I don't think we're going to find any answers tonight. No. And at least it was good that we had a little chat about yeah. it just to see where we are. Because it'll be... Yeah.
2: You guys listen to this, you're going to be like, yeah, what the hell were they talking about? Because it's, it's not relevant anymore. <laughs> yeah.
0: And also as well, if you guys feel that we didn't say anything or you feel like we didn't cover certain aspects or we got something wrong mm-hmm. because we're literally just discussing it as it's happening, Yeah, let us know. Hashtag mm. is Consensus Podcast. And also we tend to sort of give explanation of what's going on as it happens. So we try to do threading, although sometimes I've gotten it wrong, but you can follow us at the underscore consensus underscore and we'll try as best as we can to try and break down what's happening jargon-free. So let's move on from Brexit and get back to our regular Mm programme. So as you know, we're in October. Um, October is also Black History Month, which is what we, uh, the month where we sort of celebrate the contribution of Black people to this country. Um, The month where we use it to challenge racism and also generally just to educate ourselves and others about the history Black history not taught in schools um, growing up. So it's been celebrated for, what, 31 years now? Mm -hmm. But, 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 there's always a but. Mm -hmm. In recent years, there have been some who believe that the month should you know, expand and it it shouldn't just be for black history and it should be expanded to include and celebrate old cultures. So some have called it diversity Month, Mm. and some have called it BAME month or whatever. So last year you had um, Wandsworth Council calling it diversity month and then this year you had the controversial tweet from the British Army where they basically said that they wanted to also recognise The history of Asian people and their contribution to the UK as well in Black History Month. So, essentially, what I just want to know from you guys first of all, what do you think of the concept of Black History Month? And actually, do you agree with the rising cause for it to be diversified?
3: I think, as a starting point, we should kind of understand our history on the whole Black History UK. Um, so when I was reading up about this The first um, Black History Month celebration was in 1987 And that was by a Ghanaian person who was a refugee Called Akihabar Adei Sebo, Okay, my Ghanaian friends, if I got that wrong, please don't, don't shoot me down But my attempt was there, right? You, you heard my voice not quivering like So I, I didn't said, say it with my whole chest Trolls will be blocked But I will try um, so anyway, he basically worked for the GLC, which was the Greater London Council at the time. Um, and he worked in a particular division that worked on ethnic minorities and supporting communities, et cetera. And the GLC, for those who don't know, is now called the Greater London Authority, which is where we have the London Mayor, Sadiq Khan, who currently is a sitting mayor and there's 25 other politicians. So essentially when I was reading up on his interview, his intention um, and giving context to the, the the situation in society within London at that time, um, he met a lot of black people from, let's just say, Caribbean backgrounds um, and even African backgrounds as well, who wasn't proud of where they were from. And being an African Ghanaian himself and like literally coming over, African Ghanaian, what type of language is that? But a Ghanaian <laughs> himself, um, he kind of was upset about this and was saddened to see that that was the state of affairs that, you know, Black people within the UK didn't have pride in where they come from or even really knew the contribution that Black people had. So from that basis, that's why and that's how Black History Month has been able to um, spring about. It being in October was also considered because they wanted to educate young people at a time where they didn't have the pressures of exams and a really heavy school Mm -hmm. curriculum. So October, straight after summer, um, where it wasn't particularly too cold, was a time that, you know, it would hopefully engage in fruitful um, learning for young people. So I think that consideration has to be had when you think about um, whether Black History Month in October is the right thing that we should still be continuing on. So, with that being said, my view is that we should be continuing the tradition of supporting Black History Month, supporting African and Caribbean contribution to this country solely in that month. The reason why I say that is because if we think about how far society has come and the identity and the self pride in which some Black people have, I think there is an acknowledgement that, you know, Caribbeans. Like and they won't shun be, being called African anymore In the same way that back in the day Some people from Africa wanted to And I particularly say West Africa, right? Wanted to be like Jamaican, for mm-hmm. example mm-hmm. It's not that nec- Like there is a sense of pride within culture But there's so much more we can do to understand The contribution that black people have had in this right. country There's so much we need to even delve down deeper into mm-hmm. That I think would help us elevate um, in, in completely different, different trajectory. So mm-hmm. if we just take it from the basis of why it started from that context and think about where we are now, I truly advocate it still being something that's entrenched within our community. And for want of a better word, doesn't get, um, we don't get distracted by the original intention. And I think perhaps it being called diversity month and perhaps including people from different communities, it will, it will detract from that. Um, and it's no and it's no disrespect to those communities. I just think that there is perhaps a time and a place for it to take place elsewhere through mm. the UK calendar. Mm. Yeah.
0: Thanks for that. That was actually a very detailed, detailed yeah. overview. History lessons, guys. <laughs>
3: so what I was going to say
1: is that, um, just going back to the question as well, about whether it should be Diversity Month or should we keep it Black History Month, Ideally, yes, we want to celebrate black history throughout the year and we want to celebrate other people's history. However, that's just not the reality that we have at the moment. Mm-hmm. Just today, I learned so much about the legacy of Bernie Grant MP that I had not been taught through. And I, you know, I studied politics at university, English language and literature with a with a cultural kind of historical through a cultural and historical lens i didn't learn about any of the any of his legacy the fact that he was so instrumental to black politics in London, really, in Tottenham specifically, mm. but also the impact that he had on other Commonwealth countries who, you know, ambassadors from there would come to him to seek advice. And, you know, how he advocated um, not for apartheid, but against apartheid, mm. stuff like that. You just don't know it. And so it's imperative that we continue to have Black History Month because I feel like this is the month where you, unfortunately, find out so much more. It's the month where you're encouraged to go and fight to find out more. And like you said, like, you, we can definitely... Ha- celebrate other cultures and other histories at other points in the year but until that point where we celebrate history from you know of of people from different countries until that point we just have to keep on driving forward with Black History Month and I'm really pleased that for example Labour have announced that they want to do the let me find the actual wording for it. The New Emancipation Education Trust. Um, again, there was that whole ar- argument that you know Black History is not just about slavery, but um, the educational stru- trust that Labour are advocating for would use school programs and visits to teach children how slavery interrupted a rich African and Black history. Um, rich African and Black history. So you know that is really important. We need more drives like that, um, and it will be interesting to see if other parties would commit to doing that because that's another thing. Our history is not in the curriculum. Mm.
0: So should those initiatives only ever come up, come up during Black History Month?
1: No, it should be it should be interwoven into like every day, every month. Mm. We should we should be learning about politicians this stuff all the time. To do
0: Yeah. They wait until October mm. to announce policies. Yeah that benefits us when actually we are part, we are a fabric of this society. Yeah, exactly. We should be included in all policy making 12 months of the year. Don't wait till October um, to make those initiatives or introduce those. Yeah, but
2: I think that's where some of the the, um, discussion stems from though because there's the idea that, well, because we have Black History Month, does that mean that we don't celebrate blackness throughout the year? Mm. And why do we have this specific this one set-aside, set-apart month to talk about our Blackness. Mm. And I think in some ways some people see it as Black History Month as being um, counterproductive in that Mm. sense because we now only talk about Black issues during October. Um, And another point I was going to make actually is what do we define as Blackness? Mm. I think that, first of all, is something that we might want to tackle because some parts of the UK, what people think of as blackness is actually political blackness. Yeah. And, you know, which we yeah. talk about diversity month and people of colour, which actually isn't necessarily blackness. No. And then also, say if you're African, for example, if you're a second generation African migrant or if you were born in Nigeria like me and came here to the UK, when you're in Nigeria and loads of people have said this, and when you're in Africa where there's loads of other black people, you don't think of yourself as black. You mm-hmm. might think of yourself as from your tribe or mm-hmm. whatever. And then you come to the UK, and then you're automatically black. And there's this like baggage that comes with it. Yeah. Um, and it it's like, well, can I celebrate? And the, I see lots of discussion on Twitter as well, like, what well, can Africans celebrate Black History because they may not see themselves as what is politically black. Mm-hmm. I being black in the In the west
3: Oh I see
2: So there's like Lots of different things About that mm. I've been thinking about it. like what do I actually think Do I feel like I could support I could celebrate Being black mm. Because I'm African Because I have my own Specific culture And I know My roots And I have my own history In that mm. sense mm. Actually I don't I don't I mean They're Africans who have Built You know Being part of the The um The What's the word, as you used, fabric of mm. the United Kingdom? I mean, mm. Africans actually, you know, some, some Africans actually were slaves who then went back. To Africa, so mm-hmm. the idea that we were not affected by slavery, so we don't understand what it is to be politically black, is ridiculous. Because mm-hmm. as soon as I come to the United Kingdom, no, like no officers checking whether I'm African or not. I'm yeah, just black just to black. them. Um, whatever treatment they're going to treat you because you were born in the, you know, whether you're Caribbean or you're African American, they're going to give me the same. And my blackness goes with me everywhere I go. So not right. just to the United Kingdom, I could go to America. My brother, when my brother was going to America. I was like, just don't do anything, just step up because nobody like it's not written on your head that oh, not African American, (laughs) so you you can don't shoot him. Do you know what I mean? Like your blackness goes with you, and and then there's some MPs as well who don't like to talk about their blackness. I'm gonna hot one up right now. So you know when we were um doing the party conference, we decided that we wanted to interview um black. And please for my Stop
1: well, it <laughs> I want to hear the tea I'm sorry right. I need to
2: hear this This is You said been, gist this is That been you like, wanted earlier This is this has been ringing In my head So I, I So on. I spoke to um I spoke to a couple of them And they're like Oh yeah yeah Of course i love to Yeah of course By the way I'm Tori So just my context here like, Oh yes of course love to oh, I will speak to my Speak to my home manager Yes speak, Yes speak to her And I was like Okay yeah Oh maybe he's actually Going to do it I spoke to one and he said to me, I was like, oh, I really want to talk to you about, you know, what we could do, what the Conservative Party could do to encourage more black people, um, candidates. And he was like, I'm not sure I can help you with that. I'm not sure I'm the one that should like you should be speaking to her about oh, this wow. you have to give the And I was, was like wait sorry name. are you wait so who should I speak to I don't understand <laughs> are you not black I don't understand <laughs> like tell me you haven't got time but don't tell me like oh I'm not sure I'm the one that the right person to speak to who was it I was it? like quasi I, I knew it, like, it. I, knew I knew you were going to say that I was just like oh he was just like oh no like he seemed so interested and then he was like oh I'm, I'm not really sure I, I'm i the one to, and I was like I why are you it. just yeah. tell me no like don't act like a weird like oh you know it's like little Miss Justin Is everyone, everyone's one when she sees that black guy it's like don't tell anyone I'm black I don't want anyone <laughs> to know that I'm black it just felt like that it's like dude I can see you you're black your name's gone in you're who else should I be asking like Hugo
0: Suarez or
3: something? That's so weird <laughs> oh, that's to me. So that is strange. so weird to me.
0: Do you know what? Okay, I'm not saying, I don't necessarily
3: find it weird, but go on. Go on I, I'm not saying
0: that I completely 100% agree with it, but I'm trying to give another. Mm. point which mm-hmm. I sometimes feel okay. in that just because you are black yeah you I are this down. automatically an advocate for black issues yeah and you kind of want to show I am more than my skin color mm-hmm. you know I have x y and z interests. Yeah. I am not the czar for yeah. black yeah, yeah, issues yeah yeah,
2: I have the same it's striking, so, I call it, it's I striking the balance between being being a woman that happens to be black and being um, a black woman I feel like Ooh, there's a difference, nice. profound. That. Like <laughs> it's like you. You sometimes when you're a woman that happens to be black, then people think of your femininity first. Mm. And they think of you as a woman. Mm. But when you, oh, I am a black woman, then there's so there's such like so many connotations that come with it. And yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, you're so burdensome. So probably black. why oh, I, feel like I
1: have the different view. Oh
2: Ooh. no, 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 no. no hit
1: it. No, do, hit do it. Shit. Okay. Uh-huh. So I was gonna say, I get it. Like sometimes as a black woman in parliament, people do come to you, like the amount of time like, people will come to me and say, oh, you must be interested in youth crime and youth violence and all of that stuff. And I'm like, I am, but I'm also interested in housing, for example. I'm mm-hmm. also interested in education and health and all these other things. However, because there are so few of us in parliament, and actually I'm saying us like member staff, there's three of, there's few of us as member staff, but as MPs, there are so few black MPs that actually, this is going to sound a bit weird, but you are kind of a role model People are going to look to you To be like You are a black person In a position of power There aren't many people That look like me At that level mm. If I'm going to come to you For advice Can you just please Give the person advice Or talk about that Particular issue You have experience Of being a black mm. person In politics You have it so You I, can acknowledge it Or you can try and pretend Like you don't see it But you have that experience To so talk about it is So how my question
0: is, is this Yes I completely mm. agree But should that not be A subjective thing whether you want to be a role what if you don't want to be a role model? But that's like when that's people true, say to, to
2: Boris Johnson that, oh, you need to watch your language because people are watching. It's the same mm. thing. If you if you have a platform, people look at you. Yeah.
3: Is he? Not sure I follow that part with Boris Johnson, because his title <laughs> and his elected position within yeah, but the party. Elected
2: MPs as well.
3: Yeah, but he's not elected as a he's not elected to be black. Right. Let me get to my point. My point was that um I I might even understand... I feel like his point could be, right? And you mentioned this earlier that, you know, as a black person, you might not be politically black. So he might not have the same type of experience Mm. that many of us experience. So therefore may not feel as qualified to be able to speak on that issue, especially if you're coming from a different echelon of society. Who are you to talk about it when you haven't basically experienced what I want you to experience? And he also may not have faced... um, As many barriers Mm. To getting where he is Despite his appearance Being black So therefore He might feel like You know I'm actually not The best person And to some extent I kind of like As much as I agree Mm. That in certain positions You should be a role model Like I live my life In that same aspect That even though You know I do my job I have to represent My people At the same time But not everyone Is gifted with that And And if we don't want that from Say white people Saying that this should be your role And this should be your area of expertise Why as black people Are we putting that on To another black person I didn't
2: think I don't Me asking him What black What the party I'm not asking him What he should do Mm. I'm asking What can the party do Because the party's going to come So is it the party's going to come out and say, oh yeah, we need to have more diverse um, MPs. I'm asking him, as a member of that party, as someone who sits a cabinet, Mm -hmm. what can the party do to encourage more black people into politics? He doesn't need to mention black. He can just say, well, the party does this right. to the- encourage okay, more people Okay, yeah, that's, to right. qualify. that's a fair He didn't point. need to say, oh, I don't think I'm qualified. I think if I were to ask that of any MP, white or black, yeah. like, most that's of them true. will say something. Yeah, like, just true. tell me I'm not qualified. And I, that's I don't think I don't, that's don't right. understand that. Mm. Yeah. No,
3: that's, that's <laughs> a fair point. Yeah. I so, like I tried um, to give him a bladder, yeah, but yeah, know, yeah, it didn't really work. I used to be like
0: him. Yeah. I mean, I think sort of going back to what we feel, whether it should be diversity month or not Black History Month. I Mm. think for me, this kind of touches on what we're going to talk about later. I just feel that this is another example in which black people's um, voices are being diluted. A hundred percent. You know, I I feel like, you know, all other cultures get to celebrate what Mm makes their cultures great. Mm -hmm. You have 11 months of the year to celebrate it. What is the issue with having one one month to celebrate black people Especially in this year mm-hmm. Given everything that's happened With Windrush And everything right. What is wrong with that? So I just People that, that are advocating For Diversity Month Are also the same kind of people That when you talk about Racial um, discrimination They mm-hmm. talk about Yeah but what about gender? Mm. Or what about White working class people? Mm. So that's what I think um, For me That means mm. So there, And also as well i feel I find Black History Month is a bit of a weird one for me. As an African, African heritage, I find that a lot of the events that I put on focus very much on the Caribbean culture, mm. which I can't necessarily relate yeah. to. Mm. So I often, like, I went to a pop quiz, um, Black History Leaders pop quiz oh, um, nice. this month. And a lot of the questions and a lot of the music focus very much. On Caribbean culture So I was like Well where is the music About Fela Kuti Mm. Where is the thing about You know New and up and coming Afrobeat artists There was hardly anything Yeah So So I feel a bit of a "Mm," About black history Month, But I also feel Quite strongly That it shouldn't be expanded
1: yeah. yeah. You wanted to say something? I did want to say something. And it was just about Pali Reach again, another plug. Um, but it was just about the fact that we made a very conscious effort. And actually, it was my friend, my colleague, Khadija, who's the communications office that was like, we are not making Black History a Black and Asian and other ethnic minority month. It is Black History. So let's celebrate Black History. Mm. And so there was a concerted effort to make sure that everything we were doing was about Black people. Um, so we focused a lot on like Black British history, but also on because inevitably you're always going to look to America and their history Mm. because it's just so embedded into what we consider as Black history as a society, I guess, Um, because that's all we've been taught. Um, But there was a concerted effort to make sure that it was just Black history. Mm. Um, So um,
0: as you're saying that, because we've been questioned on this before, Mm. because obviously our podcast is Black and mixed race women. Mm. And we've had a few people question us as well. Why is it just black and mixed race women why isn't it more Asian or other women of, of co- <laughs> other women of color so do you kind of want to explain given what you've just said with Parliament, yeah. Reach why that is and then we can move on to our last topic
1: oh god from a Pali Reach perspective or from myself perspective from my own perspective
0: just a bit give a flow of context so why did you want to focus to on- make parlour yeah. just celebrating black history black British history right
1: because I think I, honestly speaking I think it was just everyone was tired of diluting black history that is literally what it was and um it didn't even come from me as the black person on Pali Reach um it came from you know someone else and she was just like no we just need to make sure that there's a focus on black history we don't talk about it enough Mm -hmm. we we don't necessarily deep dive into black history as in UK in the UK context as much as we should and there are too many organizations like you know so many different organisations across the UK who are doing this whole diversity kick, and it's great. We should celebrate diversity, but this one month that we get, can we have it? Mm. And I think that was what she was like angling for, and I was like, well, obviously, yeah, duh, we should do that. Mm. Um, and yeah, and that's what that's how we did it. But also in recognising that um, there's such a lack of diversity in Parliament as well. We don't. We have quite. We have a few Black MPs across parties, but it's still not enough. Mm. You know and Shout so out it to was the just, black
0: MPs keeping the fort okay. Yeah
1: <laughs> Exactly
3: So I want to give a quick plug To Black History Walks um, I've attended quite a few of their events And Black History Walks Is a educational platform That runs throughout the year Run um, by professors um, Who talk about issues Or no Talk about the history of black people And their contributions mm-hmm. Specifically in London They have like walks Walking tours, but then they also have um, seminars as well. So I took my dad on a daddy daughter do- sort loved of that. trip oh, nice. to, um, where do we go? Imperial War Museum. And they did a talk about um, how black people won World War II. Mm-hmm. It was so insightful. I made a thread on my Twitter um, about some of the things that. They spoke about, but it was really, really good. And I really encourage anyone who wants to find out more about black history throughout the year to definitely check them out. They're really, really fun. And there's always a diverse group of people in the room. So like you might have people who are my parents age and people younger, etc. And additionally, actually, I just remembered that I'm also part of the staff network group at work which is called the BAME staff network group and this year we did a trim and talk um, mm. discussion because the value that barbershops have within our communities yes. as a sp- safe space specifically for men to be able to talk about issues that they otherwise wouldn't get to talk to talk about and also being that there are role models in that space mm. and there's people who can give them really positive advice is a great thinking tool that people are starting to have at the moment saying okay what could we do with barbershops how can we support the barbershop industry to you know get trained up on mental health um skills and stuff like that and so I thought I thought it was really really cool and it was a great shout out so I just wanted to give them a plug and if there's anyone else doing really cool stuff then definitely at us on Twitter so we can retweet it for you
0: oh thanks for that um, so our final topic for today We're kind of running out of time So it is on a different but related topic Which is the policing of ethnic minority women's lived experience of Jeez. racism mm. So obviously I want to talk about this in the wake of Nagagate And also Don Butler being mm. accused of lying When she talked about her experience of racism in parliament Essentially being mistaken for the cleaner Mad Just to sort of add to this I was annoyed that she was um, accused of lying because mm. it's happened to me twice in Parliament. I've been accused of being a cleaner before and also the person I serve in at two events that wow. I put together. Wow. But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what?
3: To me, this is magic. Is It's because the staff at House of Parliament wear a particular uniform. Yes. Yeah. So how it's their biases wow.
1: but also it's so well, entrenched in parliament Mainly
0: the, the staffers The people that work in the canteen And serve the food They are mainly black women yeah. Left minorities So actually there's this thing there Where I'm there for something And they're serving us our wine And I feel awkward Yeah, Because obviously I'm often the only black person in the room But right. I feel really awkward And then To be accused or to be mistaken for someone that's there to clear up when I'm the one that invited you to this thing, Mm. it's almost as though, you know, the cheek. So I know this happened, you know, it was one of the newly deferred Lib Dem MPs (laughs) partner, um, which annoyed me even more because actually as Lib Dems, we have our own issue granted but we like to thrive ourselves that we're the only one that has policies that's never Mm. tried to stem immigration we actively try to go out there to put policies in place Mm. that actually takes into circumstances of different people to allow them to progress in life Mm. and then but then I guess it makes sense because she wasn't She's
2: not true of them (laughs) It's not your fault You didn't
0: make it And also as well I think what I really want to talk about Is Dawn Butler's experience And also the whole issue of Naga In the fact that One complaint One complaint In which she talked about Her experience Of racism In being told That when someone tells you to go home It is embedded in racism Mm. I mean
3: Hold on, hold on Let's just give context Just in case people don't
0: know what so, happened? do you want to give context? No, no, or, go for it. So, essentially, um, Trump had tweeted that three congresswomen of um, ethnic minority background basically said if they don't like um, laws in America, if they're always bringing down America, why don't they go back from where they came from? Yeah. So, obviously, that came up on BBC Breakfast and, you know, being reported in the news. And Nagas co presenter, I forgot his name now Dan Walker. Dan Walker essentially just asked her, as a woman of colour, how does that kind of comment make you feel? And essentially she just said, um, when someone tells me to go back home, it is embedded in racism. hundred percent. You know, and that was it. And they were genuinely having a chat. And I thought when he asked, I was watching as it happened, I thought, oh, wow, that is a good question of someone who would never experience what she's experienced. Mm. She genuinely wanted to understand, right? you know, and then there was one complaint, not against him for instigating that conversation, mm. but against her. Mm. And the BBC decided to uphold that complaint. And of course, it was uproar. And, you know, and then they then you turned on the decisions. Mm. For me, like I said earlier, it's just another example of silencing a woman of, of colour's experience of racism. And I mm. essentially just want us to talk about it. Mm. And just to hear your experiences, I've given two. I mean, the latest one I had was when... Someone asked me that question on the tube, where are you from? And when I refused to answer, they became aggressive.
2: Oh, God.
0: I reported it, mm. had three witnesses, they've been charged. So, Good. yes, it is racism. Yeah. Mm. It's as simple as that. Mm. Trump's yeah. tweet was racist. Yeah. Why does the BBC not understand that? Yeah. Table is open.
1: I can give a current example, actually, um, of. You were talking before about how people kind of didn't think that you were supposed to be there or that you were a cleaner or someone who was meant to clean up and it was your own event. So a friend told me today, actually, that her member of parliament, a black woman, um, went to an event that she was invited to and they basically were like, where's your pass? They didn't believe that she was a member of parliament and she had to literally take out her part. You know how like MPs walk around yeah. parliament? They don't. No one. Asked well, when you're a white MP, you you, you get the grace around, of just walking around, man, um, especially when you're a white man. But when you're a black MP, you know, they constantly are like, where's your pass? Where's your pass or whatever. And I've had that happen to me. I'm not an MP, but like just walking around if I'm somewhere where they don't think I should be, they're like, oh, do you have a pass? And I have to be like, yes, I'm allowed in this particular part of Parliament. But yeah, she went to an event that she was invited to and they basically asked to see her pass. And I just think, but in a way that they wouldn't have asked her white counterpart. And I just think that it's just so reflective of the fact that maybe Parliament thinks that they have come so far, but they actually haven't come as far Mm. as they think they have. And they've got embedded institutionalised biases and racisms that they just need to really address because it's, It's constantly coming up And the fact that Dawn was Accused of being a liar I mean that is triggering For every single person Who's been through That kind of experience Like how dare you Like Question me about what I have experienced when you don't know what it's like. You have no authority Mm. to do that. And the fact that that person hasn't directly, you know, apologised to her. I think he apologised via a tweet. And Joe hasn't come out to say, hasn't come out to respond. And you're a leader. And neither is Angela. Well, funny tinged, you know. Why would you come out and say anything? I
2: think what I find disturbing is the fact that everyone's prepared to come up with Any other excuse Apart from racism Right This idea that like Racism doesn't exist So therefore It's like they make you feel Like crazy Like why would you think That they were racist As if this thing doesn't exist Right It's so disturbing And it does make you feel like You can't say anything Like Mm. you You know If something happens If you Maybe suffer a microaggression Or someone does something You just feel like you can't Say anything because everyone just be like, "Oh, here we go again. Yeah, another black girl with another black issue with a chip on her shoulder." Right. It's like, well, no, this problem. I'm not the one with the problem. You guys are the one with the problem. You're the one that's racist. I'm fully living my life, (laughs) and yet you are here projecting your disgusting views because you feel like I shouldn't be here. Right. Or it's yeah, I find that so disturbing.
3: And you know what it goes down to as well is um, a type of stereotype. So people think racist people look a type of way yeah. they're from a particular type of background mm-hmm. and they speak in a particular type of way mm-hmm. now we just have to be so clear that to hold racist views and to ha- make a racist comment can get called out and it doesn't make a difference if you are not a skinhead and say that you're from the right. you're for the BNP like yeah. it's not that overt anymore and so people need to recognize that if we're calling you out you might not like it It might feel uncomfortable It might feel like You don't identify yourself With that other That other may be an extreme But you still fit into What we are describing As a racist experience And you just right. have to suck it up
1: Yeah Definitely. Um, I was just also going to talk about The fact that You know Racism and you know, biases are so entrenched that, you know, you have members of parliament who are white, who only ever have bad things to say about black MPs. Mm. Oh, they're not very this, or oh, I've heard they're disorganised, or oh, or Mm. X, Y, and Z, you know, and they don't see a problem with it. But I'm like, sis, or bro, you have not said anything like that about that person's white counterpart Mm -hmm. and I know there are MPs that are not very bright or whatever Um, and it's just they just don't see it they just think they're expressing an opinion and it goes back to that whole oh they're upset at being called a racist but they're not concerned about racism itself and that's or not even
2: willing to like reflect okay why why has this person felt this way I can think in my life, if I I did something to somebody and someone reacts negatively,
0: Mm. obviously
2: you stop and think, okay, why has this person reacted this way? What did I do wrong? No one ever bothers to think about that. It's just, oh no, I'm not a racist. I've got black friends. Let me tell you, slave owners slept with black women and they had exactly. children and they were still racist so they not come you here because you have oh a black friend God. that you meet once a year yeah literally
1: it's probably true. during Black History Month so that exactly. one picture that you take
2: <laughs> yeah it's like that grainy
0: pixelated right photo you put on Twitter and meanwhile I dated we're, and were black all sat here you. trying to prove that we belong right you know trying to prove that we are just as smart as you yeah Where twice as yeah. hard the, you know the Large other counterparts aren't even bothering with that they'll just mm-hmm. have to work a bit hard and get promoted Right. we work super hard we just prove that were meant to be there Yeah. So um, I want to
3: throw a quick spanner in the works here Just ooh. a quick one Do you think the issue And because I know that we're from the 21st century And so many things to do with vocabulary Is really important mm. Do you think that if we The term was different I don't know what that would be like Let's say discrimination something Like sentence Like basically what I'm trying to say is If we didn't call it racism, and we called it something else, like anti-Semitism, which is racism.
0: No, not like what anti-Semitism, like conscious bias.
3: Of a... <laughs> Why should we change our language because it's
2: they don't like changed. it?
3: Because because for some reason, yeah, like no, I agree, we shouldn't change it. But if we did change the language, and it wasn't so attacky. I don't. Perhaps think maybe sense. people's ears Would be open To they, understanding What we mean no, no
2: we shouldn't We shouldn't back Keep down Keep
3: racism racism Keep yeah.
2: racist racist they, Is it, what first you First of all My <laughs> language I'm Yoruba This is English They decided to come up With this word And put the definition yeah. I'm just going by the dictionary That they put down So it's racism I don't agree yeah, with that I and, uh, Yeah I don't And yeah Because
3: anyway. people feel like It's definitive Like if you get labelled a racist You can't wipe that stain off yeah. And what I'm yeah. trying to say Is that we need to get to a point Where we can call someone out And they can have that Open heart Heart and open mind to take that approach. Well, that
2: they you should said, just not be racist. But yeah, but so also it's about. But
0: is it not also about like awareness? But that's exactly what. I think it's happening though With the whole Unconscious bias In the, in the saying We all have unconscious bias Let's go for training So it kind of <laughs> That conversation Is kind of already happening Yeah And yet People still feel Well I don't have unconscious okay, bias Okay so what do you want, you want to know? call it then?
3: I don't know I don't have a suggestion Okay seen, all right? I'm I just think... putting it out there Alright alright <laughs> Just putting it We're out, out of, there okay. Trying to help our community We're out of time <laughs> But I'll let Zaynab say
1: Try One thing Keep week. it yes. short and sweet I will keep it short and sweet So I think What needs to happen Is if somebody Is called a racist What that person needs to do is reflect why have I been called a racist stop being so reactionary actually think about your actions that is what needs to happen we shouldn't change terms
0: and on that note we're Agreed. going to end and I think it's really sort of um, relevant to plug Rennie at those lodges book yeah why I, haven't read it I oh my god it's like so I good why star, I am no star star longer talking for. to white people <laughs> about race mm-hmm. and It talks about a lot of what we've just talked about in that racism does not look a certain way anymore. And it Mm -hmm. talks more about structural racism Mm -hmm. and talks about how to explain to your liberal friends that what they've just done is racist and Mm -hmm. then they get upset. It's a great book. I've given it to so many of my non-black friends and they've come back and been like, wow. That's yes, <laughs> what you should do. <laughs> I right, know. Hey, hey, hey. Honestly, all I was trying to do is just <laughs> And they've been reading an article and seen it in a different way like oh, Julia. Good. After reading that book, I read this article and now I can see the way it's been structured yeah. against yeah. black people. That's so what needs, good. To exactly. that's what needs to happen. Exactly. So anyway, on that note, um, thank you all for joining us for this episode. Remember, join the conversation, follow us at underscore consensus underscore on the, on the and the hashtag is consensus podcast thank you bye bye bye